I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hey everyone, and welcome to The Big the Ones! The Big Ones! Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The problems can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Maria Bosucci. So, guys, we're in. We had a situation. We sure did. Um, So we were supposed to record today, but, um, you know, life happens. Yeah. Uh, So what happened was I was, you know... I, my husband was sick yesterday. Is he, so he still had a, not feeling well? He's like on the mend. So he's, he's a lot better today than he was yesterday. Um, he was having just like upset stomach, like so nauseous. And we were driving back from a wonderful wedding in Vegas. Shout out to Dan and Michelle who listen. Congratulations. Hi, Hi Michelle. Sorry, I'm eating a cookie too. Yeah, to, in, in celebration of their love. But we, mm-hmm. we came back from a wonderful wedding. We both had so much fun. And then on the way back, though, Matt was just like, it wasn't a hangover even. It was just like oh, he had gotten some sort of little bug. Right. Um, and then so today I woke up and I felt fine yesterday. And I woke up today and I was super nauseous, which is the worst feeling. It's the worst feeling in the in the world. It's where my anxiety stems from. Is that exact oh my God. feeling? That's where the panic attacks start. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's a, it's really maybe I don't like sore throats either. No, that's so much better because but, when you've got an upset stomach or just that nauseous feeling, you can't think of anything else, and you can't even eat anything, and that's the worst part. Yeah. So anyway, I woke up feeling a little nauseous today, but I had this long day. Like Mondays are always crazy. I had this like literally packed day today, and the first thing I was supposed to do was go do a big ones recording. And I texted Maria like just a heads up. I have you know I was kind of in denial because I knew I had so much to do, and I could not imagine a world where I didn't have to do any of these mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So I kind of was in denial that I I was sick. So but then I told you, and then you were just like no. Well, Amanda, I hear the word <laughs> nauseous. And I can hear it from like a mile away. I have like a radar. Yeah. And if I hear it, then I go into some sort of bunker. It may I not see. be physical, but it may be that I just shut off and I kind of uh, can't communicate anymore. So I hear that and I go, no. <laughs> You're not even going to be in the same room as me. Well, if someone around me says like, oh, my stomach's upset. I go, well, what kind of upset? What kind of, is it nauseous? I see. Like and, you're bloated, like you ate something mm-hmm. or like you're you're coming down with a stomach flu. And Craig knows so much now that if he goes, oh, my stomach hurts. And I go, well, what's wrong? Is it nauseous? And he just looks at me because he goes, thanks for caring about me because he knows I'm just caring about you're myself. Wor- yeah, you're worried about yourself. 
But anyway, no, I did appreciate it. So Maria can- so kindly canceled her dentist appointment, appoint me, and <laughs> she covered. You covered all of my recordings today, and I'm I literally had five recordings, no six recordings scheduled. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> so you had to cover them all, but thank you so much because yeah. I actually once I came to terms with my illness, I've been sleeping all day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, and this is just goes, this is like the lice dilemma that we dealt with. Mm-hmm. When you're not feeling well, I know it's hard to do, but you got to, you got to stay home because we're told yeah. from a very early age, like push through it, you know, like whatever, I like know. when we go to school, and we're sick and it's like, look, we're all adults now. Can we, when we're not feeling well, and I'm not talking about like, oh, I don't feel well. I'm talking about like something's wrong. Something like there's wrong. something different than normal. It's there's not just I'm, I'm tired. Me. Yeah, there's something inside me that yeah. I that's not supposed to be there. You stay, just stay home. Just stay home. And I know it sucks. And I know it I makes know. you feel like you're a dodo, but you're not. In fact, you're the smartest person out there. Wow. Well, thank you for giving me permission and for co- covering all of the recordings. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I got some chow mein out of it. I was given some chow mein. They're oh, so sweet. Yeah, they are they very, they're very sweet. Yes, it was a very nice afternoon of 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 watching people talk and and um, be engaged with one another. That's so nice. Well, thank you again. And I, you know, honestly, it's like if I had pushed through today, uh, it would have been. I, I'm afraid something bad would have happened. Yeah, like I, I would have felt like out of control in some way like I don't know like poop my pants or I don't know what but something bad could have happened so you guys will also notice that there's no guest and that's another puzzle piece to this puzzle that is the big (laughs) one (laughs) oh we should also say we're not in the same room oh yeah (laughs) yeah so you guys are probably scratching your heads right now being like well if Maria's so scared how are they recording this but no they can hear that you're that you're not here no, I don't know that they really can because I'm. We're both talking into this really good microphone. Oh my god! So I swear it will probably sound just like normal. Oh god, I hope not. Yeah. So this is going to really freak people out when they hear that I'm at home and Maria's at the office. Are you recording your side too? No. Hmm. Um, Hold on, I, I got to get a little bit of my cookie. Hold on. What kind of cookie is it? Did you go to Starbucks? No, I went to uh, Ruby's and Diamonds. Oh, yes. Our favorite place. <laughs> very odd hotel and hall. Uh, not a hotel. A very hotel. Odd coffee shop. <laughs> well, they have couches, don't they? <laughs> um, so if you're just tuning in for the first time, if you're if you're not a, an avid Big Ones listener and this is your first introduction, just know that this is the exception, not the rule. And you might want to go back and start on a different episode. Not like today's not going to be great, but this is going to be a mailbag episode. Yeah. So we're going to get to some of the listener emails that we've been um, that have been filling up our inbox over the last couple of years. And just to also, I just want to, we did have a guest lined up. It was going to be Craig Anstead, my boyfriend, who he's going to come on. So, but we, th- it just wasn't the day. It wasn't the day. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't the day because it's kind of would be hard, I think, to have a guest and also for me to Skype in. It's just too yeah. many. It's too many. Too many variables. So, so Amanda, how, do you have any little dilemmas that you have to deal with? Well, to be honest, whether or not to leave the house today was a huge dilemma. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was something that I, and I know that I made the correct choice. I think, I know you did too. I yeah. know you did too. 
Um, I have another little dilemma I could talk about just for a minute. Yeah, um, please. So, and this is only because I literally, before you Skyped me, I was on Amazon and this, I was kind of shopping for Uh-oh, something. What were you getting? This. <laughs> Nothing super fun, but okay. So we're hosting Thanksgiving this year. Okay. And I've only, we've done it once before. And when we did it before, it was a group of, I think, 12. And um, it was my family, my immediate family, and then a couple people from Matt's family. And so we decided to do it again this year, even though it's a very busy time for me. As I've mentioned, I'm working on my podcast, The Complete Woman or The Complete Christmas, which comes out December 1st. So it's kind of crunch time. But, you know, my mom didn't want to host. And so we thought, you know, we can do it. Um, you if know, the as pilgrims long- can do it. You can do it. You know what yes. I mean? Because, yeah. you know, and there was a lot going on. You think you have a lot going on. My God. Oh, my God. Um, I know. Seriously. And so I um, we invited the families and everyone can make it. So we're going to have a group of 20. Oh, my God. Well, you've got the pool now so they can be they can eat in the pool. Yeah, or in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. But uh, so anyway, like it's no big deal. We we don't have a lot of space inside our house, so we always set up tables outside. And um, last year I set the table with like dishes, like real dishes, <laughs> plates. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and this year because there's so many people, I'm just like I technically probably do have 20 plates if I like use no, all of don't. my plates. You don't. So, but I feel bad being like wasting paper because I'm like I had to buy paper napkins paper plates paper forks like not paper forks like um, I'll try and get the e- the eco-friendly forks but still it's like so much waste I'm like oh god what am I doing yeah but you're wasting water if you're washing all those dishes oh maybe someone can do the math on that for me <clears throat> do you think that there's so, there's a world where everyone eats with their hands and off out of their hands I mean yeah there's a world where that happens where you, where, I mean, how far can you go with it? You know, like, like they just eat over the stove out of the hot pan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I don't know. And I'm also going to probably, I keep telling myself I'm going to order some of the food. From um, where? Well, Amazon? there's a Amazon. Yeah. I shouldn't just well, they Amazon do deliver. potatoes. They do from Whole Foods, but I don't know that I could do, I don't know if it works like that, but there's a little actual um, catering company around the corner from my house and I think I can go in and order like some mashed potatoes. Oh, that's good. But mashed potatoes are the easiest thing to do. You should order in the turkey. Well, it's a potluck, so it's actually uh, Matt's family's bringing the turkey. Okay. Well, I hope it's going to be killed already. I, I have too. a vision of them showing up with a live turkey on a leash. That would be horrible. That would be so horrible. Okay. Well, one other thing before um, before we move on, if you have a little big one. I but don't. I just need to say that I just watched the movie Glory for the first time. With Matthew Broderick? Yes. Okay. I, I, have you ever seen it? I didn't think I've seen clips in like school. In like his humanities class, we watched a clip. It is the most amazing movie I've ever seen. And that's with Denzel, huh? It's Denzel. It's Morgan Freeman. It's... Okay, and I'm looking uh, at the poster right now, and it's three men looking off into the distance. 
Following the Battle of Antietam, Colonel Robert Gold Shaw is offered command of the United States' first all-African-American regiment. Okay. It's incredible. And it's like a it's a real movie, and, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. And I love those. Now, does Matthew Broderick, is he like, I don't want to go do that? Like, that's, you know... You know what's so great is you would think that he would be, and then he, he'd have a character arc. But honestly, he's just kind of like a little bit... Uh, he's young. He's a little bit inexperienced. Yeah. Um, he's got kind of important parents. So he just kind of gets pulled to go to this um to lead this infantry who most people thought would never actually see battle so they thought we're gonna let the black people we're gonna let these freed slaves and a couple free men um but uh, it's a full black infantry well one freeman morgan yes and he yeah but he was uh, an ex-slave got it (laughs) um but anyway we're gonna let them just kind of put on the uniform and we'll have them like, you know, help with some manual labor, but we're not really going to let them go fight. Um, and so I think that's why Matthew Broderick gets placed there because they're like, Oh, he's just really a figurehead. It's a cushy job probably mm-hmm. as like a favor to his, um, to his parents. But Oh my God, does he get, make these men into sh- shoulders? <laughs> He makes these men into soldiers and they're all so brave and they essentially sacrifice themselves. Well, Amanda, um, don't give it away. Well, that's not giving it a well, it's not it's not really what it is, but I'm so, Oh god. You can tell it's building toward that anyway, but they become the best soldiers and they're also they make friends and they have a family for the first time and oh my god, Denzel. Like oh, I didn't Denzel. understand. I always knew Denzel was handsome. But I, this is the first time I finally understood, like, whoa, well, that, that is a movie star. Well, that makes me distrust you. Because if that's the case, that you've never truly seen the stars of Denzel's eyes, you've never seen the star power that emanates from the very glance of, of, a, Denzel, of a Denzel Washington. Uh, l- listen, I thought I knew. And then I saw his Oscar moment in this oh, movie. No. And I realized I didn't understand the scope of what no, we were dealing didn't. with here. You didn't. And but you be- don't know either. You don't know either. I've seen it. Oh, I've seen it plenty. I know You've- exactly. I've seen Philadelphia. I've seen, I- I- I've seen um, uh, Training Day. You know, like... Yeah, I guess I need to rewatch those. I'm not sleeping on Denzel here he's part of he's part of Hollywood to me he's not you know I don't know I that's really shocking to me and honestly disappointing yeah well I'm I'm here now so don't worry about it (laughs) and also Matthew Broderick is like he's so sort of understated and he's such a baby face he's so cute yeah he does I'm looking at the poster and he has quite the baby face he has quite and he, the baby face. Yeah, he's so brave too. So I'm just my hats go off to all of our um, our uh, men in uniform, <laughs> men in uniform, men and women. But in Amanda, uniform. get this: I typed in Glory, and it's playing in in Chino at seven oh. tonight. <laughs> it's playing at the Chino Hills, eighteen at seven p.m. And in Cerritos. So I don't quite know what's going on. There seems to be a resurgence. Wow. I think people want glory. They're like ready for it. They want a movie, a movie's movie. You know what I watched? And tell me if you've seen this recently, because I'd only seen it when it first came out. But the other night I watched it. The Wrestler. 
Okay. Is this Maggie Gyllenhaal? <laughs> okay, I'm thinking of that one with the cowboy. You're thinking of uh, uh, Not Country Strong, <laughs> Crazy Heart. Yeah. No, this is with Marissa Tomei as a stripper and Mickey Rourke as a wrestler and Evan Rachel Wood as his daughter. Oh. And it's Darren Aronofsky, the guy who did... Mother, your favorite movie? Yes. Hated Mother. Um, I love the first uh, seven-eighths of that movie so much. Because she's just redoing her house. Yeah, it was just, I felt like, that's me, you getting ready for a party. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't see yourself in the last... Uh... <laughs> well, maybe this Thanksgiving with 20 people. Ay, Dios mio. Um, no, it was very good. It was very... I can see what the hype was about. Well, interesting. Okay, uh, and all the wrestler. So that was an Oscar sweetheart, right? Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Now, mm. have you seen Training Day? Because it's where Denzel's playing quite the villain. I see. I don't want that. I just well, Dan, uh, Denzel in Glory, he's got a little bad attitude at first. Yeah, he's got bad you attitude. Know. You know, he's Denzel's good at playing guys with bad attitudes. Because honestly, at the beginning of Philadelphia, he has a bad attitude too. It's so hot. He's got. He's and you know who his son is. His son is the one that was in Black Klansman, the main guy. Okay, different vibes on the father and the son. I, I don't know. I don't know. Amanda. I mean, the son was had his own je ne sais quoi. Don't get me wrong, but not like Daddy. And you know, Daddy Denzel's been with his wife for a very long time. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh no, I'm not. Like, uh, believe me, when I watched Philadelphia like a month ago, I went on a Denzel deep dive. And when you go on a Denzel deep dive, you better have your goggles on because you're going deep. Wow. Paulette Washington, they've been married since 1983. Incredible. He's 64. That's not old. No, that's not old. And he doesn't look a day over 40. Mm Mm-mm. I can't wait to have a child so that I can show them like I could introduce them to Denzel Washington. I know personally, but you know what movie I did I hated was Flight. Okay, yeah. See, I I don't think I've ever seen that it's one, bad. or maybe I maybe I have. It's not good. It's not Captain good. Captain Phillips though. <gasps> oh, that's a good one. Well, talking about Philadelphia, Hanks in Washington. I, what else do you want? Okay, so let's do this. Um, fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> Denzel Washington, Tom Hanks, and who's another one that we could throw in the mix? Matthew well, Broderick? Or is there someone at the level of Tom and Denzel? Um, how about, um, well, Antonio Banderas is also in Philadelphia. Okay, yeah, Antonio Banderas. This is hard. I don't want to kill Antonio, but I, I don't. You don't? No. Mm, let me Google Antonio Banderas. He's very sweet. He is. And it, wait, is he still married to his wife? Or wasn't um, he with? He was with Melanie Griffith. Are they still together? No. no. Mm. All right. I'm going to, I don't want to, but I have to, I have to let Antonio go and I'm not going to kill him. I'm going to have him murdered. Okay. <clears throat> and then I'm going to, I'm going to marry Hanks. And then, you know, the rest, you know, the drill. Okay, uh, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. But honestly, I'm gonna. I okay, I gotta kill Hanks. What? I'm sorry. I know this is crazy, but I'm gonna kill Hanks. Why? I'm I'm gonna 
fuck Antonio Banderas, I and I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna marry Denzel. I think you've made a big mistake. I think you've Why? made a big mistake because I you think-, think. Well, I know I want to marry Denzel. I know you do. I know you do. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. And then it's like between if you're just having one night with them. I mean, come on. Well, it's one night. That's what he says. But then it turns into like an indecent proposal. But I'm just I just know Hanks would uh, he wouldn't be able to handle just one night. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I gotta get a tissue. Hold on. P.S. None of this is being cut. Okay, here I am. Should we um, should we get to some mailbag? Well, we got to do our ask first. Oh, yes. Um, You guys look, look. Yeah. Look, listen. I get it. You guys are doing something right now. You might be at the gym. <clears throat> and my voice is really weak right now because it's been quiet all day because all I've been doing is watching people. So I'm so sorry for this vocal pr- fry. I really am. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Oh, God. Right into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but. You guys have to rate and review. You have to. That's there's nothing. I, I don't know what else to say. We've gotten some some good ones, but it's just not enough. But it's I'm gonna enough. pull. I'm gonna pull one up, and I'm gonna read it. Because you know what I want, Amanda. I want on when I go on Apple. I want it to say one K. I don't want it to look yeah. like we're sh- little stragglers with only five hundred fifty nine or whatever. Like I don't want to look yeah. like that. I think that's embarrassing. I also want to say that our Patreon episodes have been so good lately. Oh, so good. So if you were inclined to treat yourself for the holidays or, hey, ask, you know, ask mom and dad for Christmas instead of socks and a loofah, (laughs) which is what Marie and I get. Subscribe me to the big ones Patreon. Yeah. It's a gift that you want to give and it's a gift that you want to get. And say it's $100 a month. Yeah. <laughs> and then you pocket 90 of those dollars and just give us 10. That's fair. Okay, so here is a five-star review from Serotonin Overdose. Maria and Amanda are hilarious and fun. Love when you guys do improv. Did you get Margot's consent to be on the podcast? <laughs> Claire in Columbus. And then here's one. I really enjoy the big ones and listening to Maria and Amanda. I can tell the show makes a big impact on me because I was so disturbed after the listener big one about the stolen Nordstrom's gift card. I had to listen to it again. Um, I just can't believe a big one listener would behave so poorly. It really that that shook. <laughs> Thanks people. for the shows, ladies. I know. Well, maybe it was a joke. I, we really don't know. I don't. I don't I don't think so and that's okay because we all learn our lessons throughout our lives at different times. Yes, yes. Um and I think we're all on a, a morality journey. And I hear someone who's also confessing uh on the ratings and review and just I mean I love that you guys are getting so specific with your <laughs> reviews. You can also email us. We but I love this. So this says no, that no, no. 400 review review e- instead of yes, email, never mind. Review. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, that's so genius. Yeah. Even like put your big ones suggestions here. Yeah, that four hundred and ninety four dollar Nordstrom gift card though, and this comes in from Real Larper. Love the pod. Started listening after Amanda and Maria appeared on Teen Creeps, and I haven't stopped since. Well, thank you, and shout out to Teen Creeps. Yeah, I love hearing the gals and their 
guest debate moral quandaries. But good Lord, that Nordstrom gift card story threw me for a loop. I found $50 on the street six years ago and still feel bad for taking it. But dang, this was next level. Thanks for helping me get over my guilt. It was it was polarizing. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then here's one last one. This comes in from Ahab's ghost always makes my week. Maria and Amanda are two of the funniest people around. And as a duo, they are nearly unstoppable. Wow. If, if I were in a coma and my family only saw me smile for around an hour once a week, it would be because I was listening to the podcast in the dark, frightening abyss of a, com- a coma. Thanks for everything you do, too. You, too, do. You, too. <laughs> and I typed in the Sweden uh, iTunes. So here's a, uh-huh. here's a Swedish review. The best is from Mr. Z3BR4. Their voices are so calming and they make me laugh. I didn't find it easy to review because I never log into iTunes, but they're worth the trouble. That's so nice and so true. And Ellen, the genderless, says this quality podcast is the best quality podcast. I got you girls. Thank you. You do got us. We feel got so, guys, just keep on sending them in because we read all of them and we need to get up to a thousand or else we're, we're embarrassed. I know. Seriously. All right. Now so I've, I guess we'll take I've a, started oh. reading um, podcast reviews for other shows. <laughs> oh, you have? And, and what's it what's it like out there? What what are people saying? I mean, I have to say our listeners and our reviews are the best. Yeah, they are. Uh yeah, so and I'm just like looking on what's on Apple's new and noteworthy right now and I there's some crazy stuff out there. Like what? Uh 888 Barbara. What's that? <laughs> uh get the advice you need to live a better life from the boardroom to the bedroom. Nothing's off limits. Utterly candid and totally unfiltered. Barbara Corcoran's got the answers. Call 888 Barbara. She's an answering machine. Well, she's an answering machine. I, I don't want to talk to that. I mean, listen, I need... Okay, Barbara's advice. from Shark Tank. Yes. So what's she... Why? What is she... Come on, Barbara. Calm down. It's you don't just need like to it, be doing all this. There's Barbara with a little thumbnail of her holding this huge phone. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can we at Erios compete with that? I know. I when know. people like Barbara are doing podcasts. This is like Jennifer Aniston doing TV. I know. I know. So I, I really know. don't know don't how know. we're going to survive in this cutthroat industry. Let's see, best podcasts, November 2019. And then I'm also seeing some podcasts called Gaslight with Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah, I've been, I saw that too. What is it? Uh, we got it. We have to listen, but I'm, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know where everyone gets the time. Okay, so we're going to take a break now. You guys go get a coffee or a cookie because it's going to get pretty crazy. It Honestly, it is. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we are back. We're back. 
I'm sorry about my voice, you guys. I get I have to do in the Patreon episode we did, we learned how to talk like with our um, bellies, but I'm not doing that today. Yeah. And I, I want to actually brag about something real quick. Okay, go ahead. Um, So I, you know, we're always striving to be more um, eco-friendly here on the big ones. Uh-huh. Um, and so I recently um, heard that tea bags um, have a lot of microplastics in them. Okay. So I um, subscribe myself to this loose leaf tea company. So I now get loose leaf tea. And this is actually having loose leaf, loose leaf tea shipped to me is probably worse maybe even than tea bags as far as the resources. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but anyway, it's all paper packaging. So maybe that's better. But I've been using these reusable tea bags that that's are really, great. they're really easy and fun to use. Good for you. What Thank do you want? You. Cracker? I don't know. I thought maybe someone would be interested in this. That's really nice. Yeah. Now, do we have some emails? Of course. So so this is an email show, baby. So we're going to get to some emails. Um, you want one where it's just someone saying hi? This- yeah, let's see. Do you want me to read this? Yeah, that would be great. Okay, this comes in from Sarah. Hey, I was listening to your latest episode with Lauren Lapkus, and I wanted to share my life story. I have a 20-year-old daughter, and we have spent most of her life going back and forth between the U.S. and Guatemala. In the U.S., I always heard of lice and nightmare stories, but even as a teacher and working with homeless and neglected children, I was lucky and never encountered it much. In Guatemala, though, it appears to be just a thing kids are expected to experience. My daughter got lice there when she was five, and I am ashamed to say I let it go on forever and didn't even realize what it was. For a long time, I thought the eggs were dandruff and tried to treat the and treat that obviously to no avail. Then when I started seeing the lice moving lice, I thought it was fleas from our dogs, and I was horrified. I could not get rid of the fleas, and I was puzzled because the dogs didn't have any, and I didn't see any in the house. I thought she was a real live pig pen from... <laughs> from the charlie brown cartoons i didn't tell anyone because i was ashamed eventually other relatives discovered it and were like holy shit sarah your child oh no (laughs) your child is infested with lice and these more experienced people showed me tons of life bugs crawling on her head and how the hair shafts were full of eggs once (sighs) they were pointed out i honestly don't know how i missed how bad it was denial they were so obvious it was like occasionally they just popped out of her hair and waved hello at all of us. Oh my god! Just thinking about it now, I get PTSD. It literally took months with harsh shampoos that we probably are lucky didn't poison her. With hours at a time removing the lice by hand, it was terrible. But you know, it was really strange. My daughter slept with me, and we shared a pillow and brushes and combs. We shared barrettes and scrunchies, and I never got one lice. Apparently, I'm immune to lice. I'm happy to say we eventually got rid of her lice, and she has never had them since. She's now a quite accomplished, beautiful, well-rounded college graduate at 20 but i still like to remind her that she's filthy 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 and i am a sparkling clean goddess who repels all vermin <laughs> that's funny but you know this what i is think horrifying you know what, what i think i don't what? think she's immune i think she, i think sarah is a lice <laughs> <laughs> and those were all her babies ew yeah i know Listen, that is horrifying, Sarah, but I'm also glad you're airing your shame, you know, here publicly, because that's Mm -hmm. the first step in letting it go. 
Yeah. And you know, no one, there's no manual for raising kids. So I, (laughs) (laughs) well, there's books. I mean, like I, I Google would have yeah, helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But quick that's Google. you know, it, it it all worked out. All's well that ends well. Yeah, but I could see that's one of those things where have you ever had something like that happen to you where you find out something about yourself and it changes everything? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like what? Like what? Well, I have one, but I can't say, say it. it. I can't. It's something gross that I was like, I was having this. Okay, people, I'm going to talk in code now. And if someone can figure it out, then I'll tell you if you're right. But yeah, um, okay, there is I was having a bodily symptom. Okay. And I was like, this is so weird. What is this? This has never happened to me. (laughs) And then (laughs) after a week. Is this your hot your Costco hot dog story again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I figured out what the cause was and I was horrified. What? I can't say. Okay. I mean, Do you here's know what the thing. it is? I don't know what it is, but that makes you can't you the listeners can't get mad that we're being coy because I don't know either. No, I know and I you know what? This is just the way it is. I'm not as bold as Sarah <laughs> to share that well, just life say, story. Just pretend like you're reading, say, but pretend, okay, we got another listener email. Why don't you read it and now tell your no, story? I'm not going to. So let's move on to a different one. All right, Amanda, will you read the one that says Mercury on it? Yes, I will. And this comes in from Josh Goodman. Uh, Dear Maria and Amanda with Arnie, the big ones. So this Um, is in response to when uh, Arnie was on the show a couple episodes back and we were talking about or how I had brought up how people used to like use poison. People used to poison people with on their clothes and stuff like people would put on like a poisonous dress and it would kill somebody. Oh, yes. So um, what was the big one we did with Arnie? I'm trying to remember. It was the poison. It was the um, wife. Oh, the nine to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, would you help your husband if you were planning to poison him, but then he ended up choking or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. You'd have to okay, you'll go so, back. It's a couple episodes back. So what's additionally curious regarding the element mercury is it was used as a medicine. For example, in the 19th century, Thomas Jefferson was administered mercury for either prostate or kidney troubles. These two medical problems go together. I just don't have the text with me. (laughs) You guys are funny. What's odd is despite his trouble urinating and pain sitting like likely made worse by the mercury, Jefferson lived to 82. At least the hem. Um, the Heminges, how do I say that? Jefferson's secret family were more or less free. Yet, did the mercury help free the Heminges? It'd be cool, but historically inaccurate. Then again, maybe a little poisoned helped. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm that. That's very nice. So it's just a little. It's a little trip down the the mercury uh, uh, historical. Uh, circuit yeah so I think that that's some maybe historical fiction that needs to be written and I'm sorry I think I mispronounced the Hemingis I don't know how to say that okay so hold on I think it's Hemings wait a minute did this guy screw me no he didn't screw you let me look up Hemingis 
And then Jefferson. Okay, so this was the whole controversy with... It was the Hemings. Oh, the Hemings. This guy spells Hemings wrong. It made me sound like an idiot. But yeah, (laughs) Sally Hemings, duh. Well, who are the Heminges then? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to know know. the Heminges were. Well, Sally Hemings was an enslaved woman of mixed race um, who President Jefferson had an affair with or raped fine that's all fine but who are the hemminges they don't ex- that's had the hemmings i think okay uh, i don't know so um, any other good ones you think well, there's a lice one here another lice one let's dive in just listen to the lice with lauren ep- the lice with lauren episode and in the event that you've haven't gotten a thousand responses i thought i would reach out My sister has children and the lice issue comes up at their school every year. There is a woman in their community who started a business de-licing homes. Wow, risky business. She always goes to summer camps and checks the children. She checks that the children are lice-free before they can be admitted to camp. Her name is Melissa, (laughs) but they affectionately call her Melisha. That's not nice. (laughs) My sister hosted two exchange students, teenagers, last year, and she didn't realize they had lice for a few weeks. Oh, no. They pass it by sharing clothes, hats, pillows, etc. She, of course, was devastated. (laughs) It was passed throughout the school and got so bad that the moms started a wine night to get away from their homes and share stories. Well, this sounds fun. All fabrics have to be bagged, sunned, or washed, and it is a rigorous process. What's all, sunned mean? They put out in the sun so they can burn them. Whoa. All the while shampooing and combing kids' hair until it is eradicated. Anyway, if you ever want to talk to Melisha or my survivor sister, I'll share their contact info. <laughs> P.S. The thing that icks me out the most is that you can get it from... The headresting cars, movie theaters, and airplanes. If you rest your head in a place that is inf- an infected person has been within a certain amount of time. Ugh, yeah, this is a horrifying. And now, I do remember um, we did a little research when we were talking to Lauren. And to, more, this is more pertaining to Sarah's email, why she never got lies from her daughter, mm-hmm. um, from her filthy, filthy daughter. <laughs> her words is that um, the oils in adults' hair is like a... Re- that's why kids get lice more than adults Mm -hmm. something like that Mm -hmm. yes i do remember that and so uh, oh go go ahead ahead. do you have a joke (laughs) no i don't i I don't have any i was gonna say do you have to have experienced lice to go to the wine night i think you just have to have a story or else you'd be kind of sitting there on your hands sounds fun (laughs) sounds fun to me Now, I had something to bring up about the planes, the plane, because she said it just it's, you know, I've been very I've always been very aware of germs. But recently I have gone um, an extra the extra mile. Okay. On planes. And now I've got no shame. I've got no plane shame. So what is this? I take my Lysol wipes with me. Yeah. And I also have a really nice $13 face mask. Oh, and you rewear your face mask? Yeah. And it's N95. Nothing's getting through there. Now, I didn't use it 
on Did you just say at 95? N95. That's what, that's like the great, that's like a good level of like keeping stuff Okay. And you wear it the whole flight? Well, I only wear it when I, when I can sense sickness. Mm -hmm. And the last flight I was on, there were like five kids right in front of Mm. me. Mm -mm. And I see a child and I run on a plane because you know that there it's just a free for all. Yeah. I I have nothing. I love children. I'm just on a plane. It's like being in a little, it's like putting, it's like putting you in a box with like a monkey and the monkey hasn't had his shots. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're just, you're just supposed to survive. I know. I, I, and kids do get sick a lot and they they get get you sick. sick and, Anyway, I saw another guy on the plane wearing the same mask. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm not, I'm, if he's not shamed, I'm not going to be shamed. I got to tell you, I think you, you wearing the mask is great. I 100% condone it. I don't think it's embarrassing. They, I, you know, they do it all the time in Japan. And yeah. I think it's, it, but really the, um, if you're sick, you should absolutely be wearing one of those masks. I know. And the thing that I read is like the cheaper masks that you get, those only work for like a couple minutes because then because number one, you're just like keeping I can't remember exactly what it is, but you but it's basically like those aren't even meant to keep germs out. They're mostly meant to keep germs from going out of you. Like that's right. So that's why you wear them when you're sick. Right. But then these other the mask that I got, which you can get on Amazon is like meant as like a a barrier like a shield yeah and that's great and i wiped down the the, everything around me everything with my clorox you were saying you've been sick a lot this year yeah i had my i had remember i had my my voice ran away my voice went on a went on a journey by itself it came back and yeah it's still a little weak horrible But anyway, I've been taking and the other thing is like they never clean those planes. And I think air travel and for anyone listening who's in air travel, what's going on? Because there seems to be it's like it's what happened? Uh, Has it is it getting worse? Do you think it used to be? It's janky. Mm. They never clean them. They never clean them. They do like a quick, like a movie theater clean. But they don't wipe it. Like think of the last time anyone wiped anything down on a plane. I don't know. Do I mean, do no. they even? No. That is scary. I know. It's a scary And people thing. are on those planes for a long time. And they're constantly going. They're buses. Yeah. Ugh, maybe we should just stop air travel. Or people should have to like be hosed down before they go you know what they should have to do mm-hmm. is you know now like at the grocery stores there'll be um disinfectant mm-hmm. wipes when you grab yes, a cart they yes. should have those in the seat backs yeah well i'm happy to share with whoever needs a, a wipe well that's nice and you know i when we were going to hawaii the girl that sat down next to me I had my wipes out she went oh my god i met my soulmate like my soul seat partner and she got yeah. out hers that's great. I think more and more people are realizing that people that are have filthy, to... disgusting. You don't realize how 
filthy and gross people are until you're well, getting on Sarah was internationally traveling for years with her lice-covered daughter. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I saw a guy getting on the plane the other day with an unopened bag of Funyuns in his hand. And I thought to myself, now, of all the things to eat on a plane, why would you pick onion-smelling fried chips? Wow. Uh... Uh, oh, yeah, that's crazy. When people like open a McDonald's on the flight and it's like, you know, every, you know, you're not alone here. Everyone is smelling that. You jerk. I know, but it's also like they don't feed you anymore on flights, so. Well, eat it before you get on. Uh, I don't know. It's just something I feel very passionately about. That's good. Maybe you should start a vlog. Yeah, maybe I will. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Do we have any other good um, emails Let's coming see in here? So, so I just found one email from someone asking us to be on their podcast, and we haven't responded. I oh. don't think so. Okay. Well, go right ahead. Should I just read that out loud, and we'll respond in yeah. real time? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this comes in from "It's All Been Done." Hey, it's a joke. What? Um. Okay. That's a joke name. It's all been done. Their real name seems to be S A K E R. I don't know what you're saying. What do you? What's the joke? Okay, their their name on their email is "It's all been done." Okay. And okay. That's a yes, joke. yes, yes. I see. I see. So it's it's all been done. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this is. Low. I'm going to read this email from them. I'm a huge fan of yours. <laughs> <laughs> The Big Ones is an absolute delight of a podcast, and I'm so happy to get to hear it. And this is back in July, so we haven't responded. I've been a fan since your very occasional on-mic appearances on Pistol Shrimps and dove deep into your back catalogs. You're both immensely entertaining, and the comedy world is lucky to have you. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's so nice. Now, as you might guess, this is a huge ask. Would you have any interest in being on a very silly, mostly comedy, bare-naked ladies podcast? I should say that you don't need to actually know anything about the band. You just have to listen to a song and provide an opinion about it if you hate it it's okay and sometimes even more fun i know it's a huge dumb thing to request to someone with such a packed schedule but it's a lot of fun and you being on it would mean a lot to us um we've recorded episodes with mike mitchell of doughboys jesse thorne matt besser justin McElroy, and yes even matt gorley wow well that sounds fun i think we should do it if it's yeah. still offer still stands if you'll still have us <laughs> i know it's been more than one week Oh, no. Oh, God. But I guess you'll just have to pinch me. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even get that reference. That's their other song. Pinch oh. me. My and... husband does love them, and I'm... I don't really have an opinion. You don't? Mm-mm. Not even a, you don't even you didn't even like one week when it came out, huh? I I liked one week fine, but not it kind of makes me feel sick. Why? I don't know. You know, some music just makes you feel sick. Can you hear this? No. Hmm. What are you doing? (laughs) 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 What are you doing? I was playing a Fair Naked Ladies song. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, hit us up again, uh, it's all, and we'd love to, uh, we'd love to. 
Um, let's see. Is there any little big one that we can do that can be just like, you know, a little like we do usually? Uh, I mean, a deer big one. Yeah, let's let's grab a deer big ones. Hold on. Let me move this. And then uh, writing in about the gift card. No, no one. Everyone's doing that publicly. No, someone Andrew Bottini wrote in. Where? He said, um, I was just listening to Dear Big Ones this week about the gift card bandit, and it reminded me of something that happened to me recently. I was sitting in a meeting at work when I saw a folded $100 bill fall from the pocket of a coworker. (laughs) When the meeting was over, I went to pick it up with the intention of returning it. I'll admit, I paused a few seconds. I'm paying down a huge vet bill for my dog, and I could use the money. On top of that, this particular coworker is a real scumbag. <laughs> He's rude to everyone, and all he talks about is gambling and the women he cheats on. I don't think he needs the money, but I tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, man, you dropped this. He didn't even say thank you. He took the money and said, look at this honest motherfucker. You could have came up, and then he walked away. What does came up mean? I don't know what I'm imagining. It's like you could have came up like you could have like gotten a boost. By... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I still don't know how I feel about this. I know I did the right thing. Stealing equals bad. But I can't help but feeling like this is a nice guy's finish last situation. What do you think? Is it OK to steal from dirt bags? Thanks. and love the show. Andrew. Well, Andrew, that's very that's very sweet that you returned it because I think that is the best thing to do always, no matter who's dropped it, unless yeah. unless it's someone who just stole from you and then they drop it, then you can take it back. I agree. And because you knew he had dropped it, you know, and, and you know what? At the end of the day, you were the bigger man in that situation. And his reaction was just this man doesn't know how to love Yeah. And so his reaction was just anger at kindness. And can you imagine being the kind of person who had an anger response to a kind act? That is sad. That's sad. And then you think to yourself, well, then, you know, maybe he needs that hundred dollars to get him some therapy, you know? I know. And I'm sorry about your dog. Yeah. That's too bad. Well, I hope I hope that the universe rewards you for your good deed. And what Maria, what are your thoughts on nice guys finish last? Well, I don't believe that. Well, it's it's a it's a it's a fine line, you know, because I think a lot of people do get to a very high level by being un unaffected by how others um, fall around them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they can yeah, kind of ruthless. <clears throat> they are ruthless. They can push people aside and they can get to the top because they don't care about the other people around them. And um, so I think that is one way that that but I think that's in certain businesses and, and stuff like that. And I think in the long run, though, personally, personal um what do you call it when like you're satisfied with yourself um uh it's oh uh like uh like personal <laughs> no like personal um like being like 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 centered like being um H- having boundaries no, no i don't no, know like, what you're talking like being oh like being um come <laughs> what like, are you talking about it's not like it's like you you feel at peace with yourself. What is that called? Like um, oh, uh, like enlightened. Yeah, it's like in when I think at the end, 
of the race, a.k.a. your life, you may not have the better job, but I think you'll be more at peace with yourself and have lived a more fulfilling life. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I loved how you said that. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's it's not like you can be nice is one thing. Being a pushover is another thing. Mm-hmm. But you returning that money is not you being a pushover. That's you being a decent guy. Yeah. And I bet all the women in that meeting or guys, if you know, you like guys, whatever, everyone was probably looking at you sizing you up going, that's husband material. Yeah. Who's that? Who's the new guy? Yeah. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's I don't think that nice guys have to finish last. And I, I think that I think that if you're nice, then you can then you will build a ladder to the top of the people who want to lift you up to get to the yeah, stars. Definitely. Should we do one more yeah. little big one? Yeah. Um, let's see. Do are any of these look interesting to you? Um, how <clears throat> Oh, here's this guy. I can relate to the rabbit little big one. Okay, let's let's hear that. This comes in from uh Glenn. Uh, Hi, Amanda and Maria. I'm a big fan of your podcast, but have only recently started listening. I'm working my way through all the episodes and I really enjoy your chemistry Mm. and your guests are great. I don't think this is a little big one, but I wanted to follow up on the little big one you received about the listener who got a pet rabbit with a roommate and then felt obligated to take him once they moved into different houses and how they had affected their lives. And this was from a Patreon episode that we we did for Patreon, but then we graciously, and the vacuum just started, just so you guys know. Um, <laughs> we graciously put it on our main page so you guys could hear the golden content that was happening over on the locked Patreon feed. Yes. I can relate as just yesterday I had to make the very sad decision to let my cat Talon go after 12 years as he was quite sick. I got Talon when he was a baby when I was dating, living with my girlfriend at the time. After a few years, we broke up. She said she didn't want to take him, even though it was mostly her idea to get him. I took him as I couldn't bear to think of giving him up. The last few years, as I've been dealing with his illness and the unfortunate side effects, at the same time feeling resentful to my ex as I wrongly felt that she saddled me with this burden, I've been dealing with these feelings more than the last 24 hours since saying goodbye to my cat. I know these feelings are misplaced and are just part of the grieving process, but I heard this story and I could relate. I'm not sure why I'm sending this email. I know I am struggling with the loss and coping with my feelings surrounding it, and hearing that story made me want to reach out for whatever reason. Anyway, thanks for reading. Thanks for the awesome podcast. Oh, Oh, Glenn. Glenn, we're sorry. Losing a pet is so horrible, and that's so sad. And yeah, Yeah. it's so terrible. But this is the thing about, you know, all these sort of guilt feelings of like, you know, every relationship, whether it's with another person or with an animal or, you know, an inanimate object, (laughs) it's always complicated. So it's like your cat was a burden and a gift. Mm -hmm. And so it's okay that you're now I mean, there's no you can't love and not also have regrets. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think you just have to you that cat was so lucky to have you and don't yeah. feel guilty about any feelings of being burdened because you know what your actions spoke louder than how you were feeling every once in a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean sometimes I get so mad at my cat like she's so horrible sometimes and then I do feel guilty. Yeah. That's just life though, isn't it? 
Yeah. Don't. Well, anyway. Yeah. It's just, you know what? That's just like you said, it's all part of loving something that you can't love something without feeling guilty most of the time. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and that includes yourself, you know? Oh, yeah. Like think of, you know, you trying to love yourself, but feeling guilty about how you treat yourself. Now, I have to say something real quick. Um, what I think you should do right now, Glenn, is wrap your arms around yourself. No, this is Give from yourself our newest Patreon. Give yourself a pat and just say it's going to be okay. Tell the listeners what. Okay, this is a self-soothing I do when I feel weird or shamey <laughs> or, or, you know, anxious or something. I just hug. I literally hug myself and I pat myself and I go, you're okay, Amanda. You're okay. Everything's okay. And I just pat you hear me patting myself. And Maria made fun of it, but people have reached out to me saying they do the same thing. And how long do you do that for usually? It could hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever works. Whatever hey, whatever helps. Yeah. Well, guys, I know this was a crazy episode, but we've never done a mailbag episode. I know. We do get all these great mails. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, oh, we have a we have a treat next week. We have a fan favorite coming at you for next week, hopefully. So guys, as, <clears throat> sorry, cut. No, I'm not going to yes, cut Yes, you are. You no, have to. So you guys, as always, you can find us at the big ones. What? <laughs> You guys can find us at the Big Ones Pod on Twitter. You can email us your dear big ones, your big, big ones. Maybe, you know, really g- dig deep and, and send them in. We might we might do one as our big, big one at the big ones podcast at gmail.com. Rate and review, my God, because uh, it's embarrassing. Like, it's embarrassing to only have 559 reviews. I know. Like, like, honestly, it's it's like inviting everyone in school to your party and only like 10 people show up. And then you're like, well, that's really awesome that you guys are all doing that. But also like everyone else that was invited knows that they didn't go. Yeah, they're they are on uh, they're at another party. Yeah. And it's bar- what, listening to 888-BARBARA. <laughs> it's just like, I there's so many podcasts out there. And I know we're putting a lot of stuff out too. But I just, the only way we know how to get the word out about our shows is through rating and reviewing. That's the only way. And by telling one friend. You know what you do? You know what, um, what was the guy's name who got the dollar off the floor? Um, oh, Grant? I don't remember. Okay, it was something with a G, but you just, Graham. you should have handed him that $100 bill and then said, and I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll make you a deal. You can keep this $100 bill or I can tell you about the best podcast I've ever heard. Mm. Which do you want to choose? And then he would have said, well, I want to know what podcast you would have said the big ones. And he would have said, nah. Yeah. And then you said, okay, well then you can have the $100. Okay, everyone. I got to get back to bed. How are you feeling? I feel okay, actually. I just a little bit fatigued, and it's hard to know. Is am I fatigued because I'm sick, or am I fatigued because I've been sleeping all day? Hmm. Yeah, that's the big, 
the big question, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm ready to go like watch some TV. Although we might, I might come join you guys for a little alarmist recording. And I also have work to do. Oh, on Skype? Yeah, maybe I'll Skype in. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. I mean, this is a this is a party. Yeah, but we you know guys, thank you so much for listening. And thank you, we'll be we back. really appreciate it. We'll and back. more email us, more emails. Yeah. Please. <laughs> we're we're just we're just we're we're basically like these two little like mice and we're clawing at these humans to just Ew. give us just <laughs> just give us more 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 oh god i know i know when will it be enough you're asking yourself right now <laughs> never all right guys well thanks so much for listening to the big ones, ones. Powered by ACAST. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you.